This is Athenexus, episode 18, Chop Off the Trap, on Friday, March 24th, 2012. And please just imagine those turkey drunks. I mean, drums. Hey. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm doing well. That's good. It's been, what, a week and a half since week or two? Um, I think it's been two full weeks. Yeah, man, that's a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spring break. Yeah, spring break did a number on me. Oh, yes. So I I took a week off. Yeah. Yeah. But it was was a good week. Um, We got another lab member. Yeah. Because I I know we're loosely affiliated with um, my rival company, Nexus Labs. Extremely loose. Oh, yeah. Just so loose that it's a fringe company that technically doesn't exist with respect to this one. It's it's okay for me being a quack. You know, your company is essentially what DX isn't to my integral. Hmm. I've got to get some substitution for that. Okay, great. So, I, I've had a, I've had some time, you know, over break, and mm-hmm. today while I was getting ready for the studio for this show, uh, to listen to the audio of this podcast. And how was it? You know, on these really high definition, high quality headphones, everything sounds okay at yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm recording live, everything sounds great. Yeah, I think when, so too. When I play it through Audacity, everything sounds great. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I'm listening to this in VLC or media player or whatever audio device from the computer through the headphones, I'll hear the screeching of monkeys. No, actually, I hear something, you know, like breaking audio, essentially, you know, like too high. Mm, It's probably Paul Horn. No, I don't think it's Paul Horn. It doesn't sound um, like Paul. um, Hmm. But he's been messing with our audio. I know he has. No, he hasn't been messing with the audio. He's been messing with metadata. So Ian Buck found, or somehow uncovered a mysterious method of completely changing my very well-made set of metadata. And somehow he found the file of episode 17, which was two weeks ago. Somehow he found that file having... Paul Horn metadata all over it, and it was really weird, really bizarre. Yeah, I know. He showed me that, and I, I just didn't believe it. I thought he was just making it up. I, yeah, I, really I, I, I thought it was a fluke, too. But um, then you got the actual screenshots. Didn't yeah, you? and he yeah. sent me the file, too. It's pretty crazy. It's identical file. Identical files, doesn't, identical checksum. Everything's identical with respect to the file itself. Well, anyway, so I'm, the reason I'm wondering about the audio is because I was listening to it, and I thought it was pretty poor through the high quality headphones once it was converted to MP3 on the computer. Oh, now, okay. on the phone, which I listen to it, I, I always listen to it both places just to check. On low-quality headphones, it sounds fine. So I'm wondering if uh, anybody else listening has had any like questions or concerns about the audio. Because I don't know what it sounds like on all devices and all methods of listening. So I'm curious to know what your experience is, if you have any. Hmm. I mean, I haven't noticed anything... But then again, as you stated earlier, I just can't hear. Right, yeah. So hearing is probably pretty important with this kind of a problem, but yeah. I can still hear my shotgun when it goes off. Well, that's good. At least you know it went off. Or you can just see the, the spatter. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah. So, do anything fun this spring break? You know, I, uh, I did two things that were fairly fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I redesigned my front page. So, uh, RyanRapperSed.com. Yeah. And along with that, I redesigned my blog. Mm-hmm. So now when you visit the blog, you'll see a wonderful, ridiculously bright orange set of bars yeah, that, look, like that. that look like a broken gradient, mm. which is very 
um, odd compared to the previous design, which had a very smooth and subtle gradient. Hmm. So that's kind of a new thing that I'm trying out. Yeah. And the other new, the other improvement with that, with the new blog design, is improved readability. So in in terms of readability, I'd always been geared towards small fonts fonts mm-hmm. because I liked compactness. I liked you know short margins. I liked short line heights. But what it turns out is that on most computers, I'm reading at a pretty far distance. Like I normally read at this distance on this MacBook Air. I normally read at this distance from this uh, desktop. Well, uh, with your desktop, though, you have, like, everything pushed back, so you have room for the soundboard or laptop right. and other things. Right, but even here, like, it's still pretty tiny at 12 font size. Hmm. So what I did is I boosted the body content to twelve or 16 pixels, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and all of the comments and all the sidebars have gotten significantly smaller, and the main content area has gotten much wider. So the content is being emphasized, and it's easier to read, with uh, more breathing room. Yeah, see, I have your blog up right now, and it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, there's just one question I have after looking at it for a while. It looks beautiful, but do you know that broken orange gradient you have? Well, the last gradient piece looks a little not orange. It looks a little light blue. You know, it's funny you mention that. Now, have you ever heard of an inverse mm-hmm. function? Mm-hmm. Well, an inverse function takes... It's essentially the reciprocal of it, so... What happens is when you put that orange into an inverse function, you get that blue. Mm. Okay. So I thought I, I like that color blue, and that's the color blue that's in the links on the rest of the page. So I wanted to have that little tiny bit of blue carry over, just a little bit. Yeah. It's a weird choice, but it's cool. But here's the beauty. I don't see any of it because the admin bar in WordPress, when I'm logged in, covers it all up. I don't see that bar ever. Okay, so it's acceptable when other people have to see it. Not my problem. Okay, that's a, that's, a, that's a good logic behind it. I think so. Yeah. So uh, I remember you were telling me because yeah, I've been I've been playing with my uh, what is it called touchpad these past yeah. few days, and uh, you were telling me how how your mail client on the iPad has oh. been broken completely after. You know that iOS five point one update. Yes, um, you got like you got like ten minutes because uh, <laughs> I, I got a, a lot of things to say. You, you mean fourteen minutes because that's how long it takes you to get your mail now? Oh, it takes a little more than that. Oh dear. Okay, so last episode I was we did a little special about the new iPad, right? Mm-hmm. I was so happy with it because like six hours before I just had gotten all the iLife stuff. Um, I was love playing with the new videos and stuff. Everything was great. Um, but the battery life just, I noticed, went pew, gone. Just, it, it, like, had almost, um, a th- like, a third of the battery was just gone. Like, right. Just so really it quick. drained just, a lot faster. Yeah, this was really significant battery change. And then all of a sudden, you were sending me emails. Mm-hmm. And then I was on the side of the desk. And normally, as soon as you send an email, two seconds later, I hear, boom. Like, you know, I can't, I can't replicate yeah, that I, sound. Yeah, but I, I know what you mean. And then I noticed that wasn't happening. And then I started noticing that none of my emails would actually come. It checks four times an hour. Every 15 minutes, it checks to see if I got mail or not. And that's just insane. Um, I have no idea why. Uh, before, it used to like check every minute. Um, and now it only does every 15, and the battery's terrible, and things will never you know, sync up. Um, it made me really angry when that started happening. 
and then um, I know you installed uh, Google Mail for me, and that was still fine. Mm-hmm. But you also you can't change it. You can't change how fast it um, syncs to your mail account. Right. Because even I, you tried. Well, that. you can change it. You can do it in fifteen, thirty, forty-five, in an hour yeah, increments. In the wrong way. It's not granular enough. Yeah. I want every minute. But I guess I can't have that. So I was reading into this, mm-hmm. and I thought because you hated this problem so much that there would be a lot more concern out there in the world. A lot more people would be writing about it in either Apple forums or somewhere, blogs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that it could have been an intentional thing in terms of saving battery life because from what I can see is uh, email uh, is delivered by push and that theoretically would save battery life, but the problem is iCloud is getting pushed now while Gmail and other providers apparently on the iPad are not distinguished as push. Mm-hmm. And, and push is where the server sends the client the stuff instead of the client pulling the server every X period of time. So, like, if you had a .Mac email address or .MobileMe address or whatever those mm-hmm. things are called, if you had one of those and you got an email off that account, it would just pop in, I guess. Okay. But since you have Gmail, it doesn't just pop in the phone or iPad or whatever you have has to ask Google, do I have any email? And then Google will tell you if if you do and then repopulate. Mm -hmm. But it has to do that every so often. And so what that means is it has to continuously ping Google servers, which means Wi-Fi has to be continuously on and all sorts of stuff. And that's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And so that drains battery life. But, I don't care about battery life. I need to get emails. Um, I revolve around them now. Well, I wonder... You say, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to work. I don't have another device to compare, so I wonder if it's true for everyone. Yeah, because you, you know I'm sometimes haunted. Right, and I, I, I'm always haunted, too. Like, for, for me in the MacBook Air, some weeks it's perfectly normal temperature. Other weeks it's blazing hot. Yeah, that is kind of weird. So, I, I don't know what it is. It doesn't always happen. It's not reproducible in any logical way. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know how I'm in school for network engineering and computer science, right? Yeah, I do. Um, and so, you know, at the start of the year, I bought a netbook. Yes, and that was yeah. a sad choice. Well, what I, when I first started school, all I really needed was a GCC compiler. And um, I got more on that later. Uh, but all I really needed to do was compile C code. I very, very rarely loaded a graphical interface. Um, I mean, like, as soon as I started Ubuntu, like, you have to mandatory switch back. Just so you know, that um, was your first mistake should always have a UI. Uh, well, it takes away from the experience. I'm not like a crazy Emacs programmer. Or just so you know, there is no experience when you're coding. There's just life, death, and code. Mm, okay. We'll see about that. Um, but, yeah, so I just got it for the suit, my needs for um, a few classes. Like, the checked email. Um, I could use links. The, the beautiful... Uh, mm, What's the word for you know links to browser for ter- the terminal? I'm trying to trying to think. There's something else about it too. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, it was worthless because no support for anything. Yeah. Um, but one little something really nice. Probably. Um, you know the old central website? I do. It looks really good because it's all tables. <gasps> like the tables. Format yeah, I, I do. So I, I do remember you links. telling me about that. Yeah. Um, well, I'm completely off topic. Um, so I got to school. Like I could also compile Java and other things, mm-hmm. but I needed to start using Windows. 
for my class. And yeah. uh, Windows doesn't like my crappy netbook. Mm-hmm. And I needed to virtualize a copy of Windows, not just have one copy. Right. Um, so I was sitting in class one day. That's a good place to and be. And then, well, it didn't last long. Mm. So about half hour into class, I'm just browsing. I'm, I'm listening to my teacher talk about Java. I'm browsing the internet, and they find this beautiful um, laptop in a uh, Best Buy's ad. That's good. It's four hundred dollars. It's a cheap. It's a cheap satellite. It looks really nice. Mm-hmm. And so I um, was just looking at it, and then all of a sudden I see a message pop up in my inbox. It was you chatting with me, and so I started chatting with you some more. And you didn't know this, but. I left school just to go buy this computer. So I picked you up, and then we went to Best Buy. And you remember that, right? Well, I thought you did tell me, because that's what I knew. Well, sometimes things happen. Hmm. But either way, ditched school, bought a laptop, and now I have it on my desk. Oh, you told me after we had bought it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so um, what kind of laptop is that again? It's uh, some type of Pavilion HP? Yes. I was going to get the Toshiba satellite, but the keyboard bends too much. It's just junk. But I got a Pavilion G7. Okay, so what do you think about it? It's beautiful. It's got a 17.1-inch display. Um, it's it's kind of big to fit in a backpack, but um, it's fine. That That's good for coding, because you need a lot of yeah, screen space. Yeah, you know, Eclipse has um, like so Bar, many panes. Bars everywhere. Yeah, and so does um, FileZilla. Like Every, you can actually oh, use FileZilla that now. That thing has like 20 panes. Mm-hmm. But before on my netbook, I'd only get my end. Which is no less than the many panes I have. <laughs> Yeah, but so I really like it. Um, I can run Windows Seven, so and I can run a virtual copy of Windows Seven. I, I have two questions now that you've had it for a few days. Mm-hmm. Two questions about the hardware. How's the trackpad? The trackpad is phenomenal if you don't want to use the two finger scrolling. So, you know, William, um, the the guy who comes around here occasionally asking questions about computers. Yeah, I think he stopped by my house earlier today. He he just walked up to me and asked, "Hey, hey, can I borrow your axe?" I'm just like. Okay, so I gave him my double bit axe. Like I, this is a this is my I had a razor sharp double bit axe. It's just beautiful. I could chop a limb off somebody in a second. So why just, did he need an axe? Did he say? Did he just no did, no? He just you said just, I gotta just, go deal with something. You just handed it to him and you just walked away. Pretty much. Okay. Well, I guess he, I know what he's gonna do with it though because he's gonna chop his trackpad off. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna chop it right off. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. So William has a. What DV7 I think Pavilion yeah. DV7, and the trackpad on that is extremely unresponsive. Why is that? I don't know why. Wasn't this was four hundred and fifty dollars? His was like eight thousand two hundred, yeah, something like that. Very, it was well over a thousand. Very very expensive. And so his computer was is is unique in the respe- respect that it doesn't have a slippery trackpad. It has a very very. Um, not sticky trackpad, because it's not sticky. It's not like your fingers stick to it. But it's just high friction, I guess. Well, mine's got bumps in it, but it's still... My finger just slides across right. it. Right, but it feels... When, I, when I've when i used his laptop and the other models in the DV7 line, it doesn't feel smooth. It, it's mm. very, very rough. Um, and and it, there's the problem with that is that when you, that's the main form of interaction with your you know computer as you know it is, Mm -hmm. you are then required by law to use a mouse lest you get RSI or death. Mm. The first of the two being worse. Yeah. Uh, So, you you think the trackpad's good? On mine it is, and my dad has the exact same computer I do with a smaller screen. Because on on the Mac here, I have two-finger scrolling. Do you you have two-finger scrolling? Occasionally. Seriously, it it this sometimes just doesn't work. Um, it really angers me, and sometimes your mouse just falls off a table. And no, that, you... that that was not a mouse. That was a 
My pen. A, a 20 How'd you get my pen? I don't know. It's it's four colored, not twenty sided. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was talking about a dice. Okay. Um. Okay. So the other question I have about your laptop is how's the keyboard? Keyboard's phenomenal. Um. So do you like the letter spacing? I love the letter spacing. Um. You know how we both had our Google laptops. Can you describe that letter spacing? Like the the gaps between each key. Like is that like a millimeter or less? I, I would say. Um. Well, the keys are, is a square and then a longer square. Like the squares are next to each other. But they're like risen, like differently. Um, there's, I'd say, there's a two or three millimeter gap between each square. Yeah. Okay. Um, because on the DB sevens, mm-hmm. which I am fondly unfond of, when I t- did the test and I wrote the blog post that night on the, when I was testing it, I was very, very displeased with the keyboard because I had written a thousand word review on the product. Wow. And after that, my hands ached immensely. And the keyboard was just unacceptable because the keys, not that they were far apart, it's because I, I don't know what it was, but maybe it was because they weren't far enough apart or they didn't depress very well or there was something wrong with the way the keys were set up that just did not agree no, with it. I mean, it's got a full numpad. Like our, that other one had like a three-row numpad. This is a full-size numpad, full-size keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, able, I'm able to type faster than Eclipse can handle because it wants to auto-complete methods for you. Oh, yeah. That, that is a yeah. known problem, annoying. problem yeah. with Eclipse. Yeah. Overall, I like Eclipse. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. So, how much was that again? It was four fifty. That's a great um, deal. Yeah, it's got a AMD A six processor. So I was running Windows seven. I was virtualizing copy of Windows seven, and I was virtualizing copy of Trisco Linux or uh, excuse me, GNU slash Linux. Oh yeah, you gotta make sure you don't mess that one up. Yeah, otherwise I might get killed. Yeah, you know, um, if you have children, uh, I suggest that you feed them immediately. Also. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the processor? Do you think it's fast enough to keep up with everything? Oh yes. Um, when I had all, all those things running, it was only it was idling around twenty percent. That's good. Um, it's a quad core um, processor, what, each what, at uh, uh, one point five okay, gigahertz, see, which is perfect for the battery because otherwise, um, even the MacBook Air that I have is one point seven gigahertz and it's a dual core and it's completely fast enough. Yeah, um, this is this is a beautiful system. So what I've come to understand is that the clock speed of the processors don't honestly matter. It's how much memory and what kind of drive you have. Um, you know, I'd say memory had more to do with the drive. Well, but if you have a solid state, then who cares? Everything is instantaneous. Yeah. Because um, your OS doesn't have to do anything anymore. It mm-hmm. just is. Like Droid does, same thing. But it's true this time. Um, yeah. But so, I'm very happy with it. Um, yeah, and one I, of the most important thing. Yeah. It's not an iPad. Oh. Because as you know, whenever I, for the last 17 episodes, I've had an iPad with me. What is an iPad again? An iPad oh. is a piece of crap. Wait, wait. Does Apple make that? Apple does make it. Wait You a think second. the Apple logo just means wait, it's an wait, Apple wait, product? Wait, wait a second. Are you saying that the company that made this MacBook Air that I love so much made okay. no, 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 no. a rectangle? You see, the back of your MacBook Air has a white apple. My iPad has a black apple. That's why it They're doesn't work. They're completely different company lines. Wow, we have discovered the truth. Yes. Wow. Now go convince everybody at a nursing home that it's true. You know, okay, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah, don't bother. But, um, so the other fun thing I did during spring break was I read, uh, well, I didn't actually read it, but I listened to a series of audiobooks. So I listened to, to the Hunger Games. 
Mm-hmm. And so our good friend Sam Eberts, the guy who does the universe, mm-hmm. was asking me a couple of weeks ago if I wanted to read the Hunger Games so that he could talk about it on the show and we could have a fun discussion about all of them. It'd be a lot of fun. And I said, I'll get around to it maybe on spring break when I have some free time. And so I listened to all three books. Uh, I had three credits stored up on Audible. And oh, cool. You know what would be really awesome? Mm-hmm. And I don't use that word lightly. If Audible was a sponsor. But, you know, not saying anything. Mm. So, uh, I mean, we've had fake sponsors before. When we had Diamond Matches. We love that, right? Yeah. Well, uh, well I think I, I can't spell freedom, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, we oh. want to just pretend they're our sponsor for the day? No, not really. Anyway. We'll, we'll do it next week. Okay. So, one, uh, I was listening to all these audiobooks, and of course... The movie came out today of The Hunger Games, the first book in the series. Uh, real, for, yeah. I thought you said it was a... Well, I listened to the audiobook, but the movie came out of the first book. So they made a movie of the book? Yeah. That's reasonable. Uh, I guess that's a trending thing. Yeah, it is a trending thing. Started in 1998. Um, Doubt it. No, it did. That's when Harry Potter's first book came out. Okay, your logic is not saying... Don't worry about it. So... Um, it's because you're using Dropbox and not AeroFS. Anyway, um, so the books were good, and you know I was very pleased with them. So then I started seeing stuff about the movie, and I was immediately displeased with the movie because the books don't have any of the detail that the movie has. Now, there's a lot of books, you know, book to movie transitions where the uh, movie has things that um, the movie has uh, omitted details. Uh-huh. The movie has now made up details, and that's even worse. That's fine. No, I disagree. Uh, I don't know. It's just because when I listen to things as an audiobook, I think of it as a movie anyway because I don't have to read it. It's being told to me. Yeah, I've never been a fan of audiobooks. After re- listening to, um, what was it, The Gunslinger? That's uh, not a yeah. not a book you should listen to. Not really a book you should yeah, read either. It's just way too slow. Well, see, I have the certain feeling like I should either be told the story or i should read the story but i shouldn't have to see and read the story hmm. so i don't like comics for that reason but i love you don't like comics no because i have to read pictures hmm. and i have to read words i want to be able to just do one or the other but not both i thought you're a big fan of xkcdc or whatever it's called those are four paints not an entire book hmm. but they're comics completely different scale that's like hmm. saying I don't like ions because they're in fish when I hate fish. I love Ion 4, though. Powerade, the energy drink that we sponsor. Wait, we sponsor them? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, they're making revenue now. Uh, yeah, they are, they are. So I know Overbreak, you read the book. Or two, or three, I, I don't did. know. I think so. Oh, yes. Um, I got that last week, but then our podcasting system exploded because we weren't here. Yeah, because um, I was on vacation. Yes. Um, did I tell you the whole story about how I got my book? Um, Richard Stallman's <sighs> Free as in Freedom, you, The Free Crusade for Software. You mentioned that he is vehemently against Amazon because yes. they can't let you buy things anonymously. Um, and um, something about sweatshop, packaging, labor Something thing. about that. I don't know. Anyways, he hates so, kids. I don't know why he cares. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he was. He wanted me to... Uh, or He didn't want me personally to do it. But he wanted everybody to buy his book from an actual bookstore. And um, then I realized that I hate bookstores. Um, I went to Barnes & Noble. It took way too long to get the book I wanted. Um, very, very annoying. But anyways, I got the book, and I started reading it. Um, uh, I've 
first I didn't know much about Stallman's history. I just know uh, I, everybody knows his accomplishments, right? Um, but like we don't know. We didn't know many details about his personal. Beliefs. Yeah, like his childhood and how crazy he was, um, and how he used to like. So briefly, what did he do? Anything um, worse than what we do? Well, I learned a lot of cool jokes from him, and, and so, by jokes you mean tricks to play on people. Okay, that's what I thought. Ways to deceive people and uh, make it sound funny. Because I know you were telling me earlier that whenever you go to the U to buy your chicken, yeah, you give an like you have the exact amount ready in your pocket plus a penny. Right. So at the um, U, uh, so at the U, uh, I, I buy lunch uh, on days with lab, and I know that my chicken meal with fries and chicken is five sixteen. I always give them five seventeen to make sure they count it. Do they always count it? They do. They haven't messed up yet, but one day I'm going to get them. What are you going to do when they do? I don't care. It's a penny. Hmm. That's pretty bad. You know what's even worse? When you donate to Burger King? Yes. I hate it when they make you give a mandatory donation of $5. You want to explain that one? No, but I want to explain something else. Okay. So... Before Thursday night's class, like the class I ditched two weeks ago because yeah. of um, we like, wanted to get to the... I like how you just are so honest. Uh, it's it's very hard for me to go to a Java class. Um, I understand. But, uh, so there's a Burger King right next to my school. Imagine a can. Okay, bad joke. Yes. Um, who likes object-orientedness? Um, <laughs> Not PHP. So I, I ran to, um, I was going to run to the Burger King because I had an hour before class started and I was getting hungry. Okay. Uh, and so I took a friend with me. And so me and my friend were going to the Burger King. That'd be my friend and I. I and my friend don't care about your grammar. Oh, man, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, it probably does. Because, uh, see, I'm not susceptible to bad grammar. Although I, or think you, I think you are very suspect. Hmm. But anyways, so I pulled up to the Burger King, and um, they closed it. No, oh, no. They just, I was there, like, two weeks before. Really? Um, I mean, it's just the perfect spot to go to. That's I mean, pretty it's bad. It's right next to school, and it's Burger King. Because the school cafeteria overcharges you for everything. Oh man, Kaufman um, does too. Yeah, uh, I just I just hate it. And so I, just Burger King's cheaper, you know that. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up going to White Castle, which is also down the street. Really expensive there at White Castle. Oh. And so we ended up at McDonald's, which I ended up getting poisoned from. Hmm. So uh, what did what did you get there? I got uh, two burgers and some fries. And so you mentioned and something orange. Okay, so when you told me that you got, I thought you meant an orange. No, 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 no. I, I don't know what drinks they offered there. And so the person I was with, like, I want an orange. And then some, I want an orange too. Like, it's because there's no way to have error when you get the same thing twice. Or you could just get a Coke. I'm just going to ask him for Coke. You do that at night only. Fine, get, ask him for a Pepsi then. I don't ask him for Pepsi. Fine, ask him for a Popkin. Mm, I think I could do that too. Okay, so Either have, way, you, have you recovered from your illness? Uh, earlier today, but this morning I was feeling real sick. Mm. Um, As opposed to fake sick. Opposed to fake sick. Okay. Because I know you feel like that all the time. Fake sick? Yeah. Did yeah. you never go to school? Hmm. That's true. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, I go to school, stay there for ten minutes, and walk away. Because you're sick? No, because I'm bored. Okay. Sick yeah. of boredom. If you want to interpret it I way, do. I suppose. Uh... Where was the story going? Support your local Burger King. You need to support Burger King because McDonald's is poisoned. Okay. See, we went to Burger King a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we... There's a nice girl running the stand. Allegedly. So then we, you know, get to the drive-up window, and it turns out to be a guy, 
And so we give him a $20 bill. or No, we give him two fives and a ten. Yeah. Good. And our meal cost approximately thirteen twenty eight. I looked at the receipt, and that's what it cost. Actually, I saved it in a drawer upstairs so we can look later. I'll put it as an image on the website someday. And so... I, I handed the money to Matt, and Matt handed the money to the the guy who was not a girl, in the very much know, in, still a guy. In, in the Burger King window, and he gave us back a dollar forty eight or something in change, like it was one dollar bill and some number of cents, and we were extremely baffled in person as to how this happened. Yeah, and I, we didn't. I don't think we complained hard enough, but. Uh, yeah, we said we, thank you and drove off. Yeah, so we made a donation to uh, Burger King, and I hope, I hope their auditors catch that. Yeah, never they need happen. to because mm. um, they never have ketchup there, and I just, I just want them you, to you have said ketchup. it was too watery. Too watery. The ketchup. Hmm. I don't know. I was complaining about er- earlier this week because somehow my ketchup froze. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was really unhappy with my frozen ketchup. It, it just isn't ketchup when it's frozen. It's just frozen. That doesn't sound good. Oh, it really isn't. Um, I was trying to make some chicken patties, which um, got really thawed somehow. So my ketchup was frozen, but my chicken was thawing. You know what that has to do with? In my freezer. It has something to do with temperature rising. Yeah, I got a haunted refrigerator. And and you know what is causing all of that temperature rising? Temperature rising? No, 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 no. It's something. It's it's the secret plan. Flash? No, no, no. It's Apple. Running Flash? No. It's the new iPad. Oh, so, th- there's actually news this week, so let's go into that. Okay. We're going to start out with the new iPad. Okay. So, two weeks, two weeks ago, on Wednesday, the new iPad came out. I think we did a special that night. Yeah, so we did a special, and then last Friday, the iPad was officially released to the public. Mm-hmm. So, it's been out for, you know, a week now. Yeah. You know, a week and one day now. You know what I just realized? Maybe. I haven't read a single tweet from Neil yet. Yeah, he doesn't talk much these days. But he... He's tweeted that he got the pre-order for the iPad, but you know, he hasn't. You know, uh, mm, I haven't. Drunk, I expected him to drunk with revolutionariness. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, one of those two words might be true. Hmm. Well, um, what drunk revolutionary? Yeah. Well, anyway, so or, I mean, resolutionary. Oh, see, I, I I will never remember that because it is so incorrect. It's a word that is incorrect. It cannot exist because it's wrong. But it's resolutionary. I don't care what resolution your resolutionary word is. But your resolutionary thing is a attack against your freedom. Okay, so I was actually going to talk about that book. Don't worry about it. Oh well, we skip it's, that. It's not. It's not something anybody should actually go buy. Have it. to endure. Buy it and put it on your shelf. Just. Just don't even buy it and don't even look at it on any shelf. Anyway, so you know the new iPad, right? Yes, yes. So you know how during the winter your iPad 2 would get extremely cold? Yes, because I'm mostly well, in my garage. if you would have had a new iPad, the iPad 3 approximately, you would not have been cold because it now runs 18% warmer. Cool. Do you know what 18% warmer means? Sure battery life? No, no, no. It means nothing. So, apparently, uh, Consumer Reports thought it'd be cool to do scientific testing. So, they got their uh, thermal cameras out and decided to test this. So, they got an iPad 2 and a new iPad, and they put them next to each other. And, on average, there was a 12 to 13 degree difference. Cool. No, warm. But, (laughs) But, 
they uh, in their articles they all wrote extremely hot, hot, eighteen percent. So it turns out that the new temperature was one sixteen. So that means the old temperature was one oh two, and I don't know what they are talking about. One oh two six. I can't. That do doesn't that. make sense. Yeah, one oh four. Mm. I think you mean four oh four. Probably. Uh, so I don't. I don't know like what math they're using to do those calculations. And it doesn't really matter because. Well, I can say that from a quack standpoint, I think these are right up my alley. These numbers. Weren't you telling me about like lumens per ounces earlier? Yes, 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 yes. Um, there's two lumens per ounce okay. in LED weight. Okay, but I mean, it doesn't like. It's not like it doesn't make sense. So, what if you had some kind of glowing? No, 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 no. <laughs> Why not? An ounce does not equal two lumens ever. No, it doesn't equal two lumens. It's, it does not. E- it's per lumen. Uh, no, it doesn't. Wait, work no, it's way. per ounce. That's what I mean. So light has mass; it has ounces. No, lumen is not a measure of mass. It's, it's a, a measure l- of brightness. It's a measure of brightness and luminosity. Completely so different. It's luminosity it, stuff has mass. It is a lumen is equal it has a whole ounce to it. it. A lumen is equal to an arc minute of a sphere projected at some distance. I'm so glad I'm a quack. Okay, great. What am I even talking about? Oh, Two lumens per ounce. Yeah, so it's ridiculous. So 116 versus 104, whatever. Could you tell the difference in your hand? Ten degrees. Could you tell the difference? Absolutely. Do you think it would matter? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, this MacBook Air, it gets extremely warm all the time. Never really matters. We know what you're doing earlier today, though. I, I heard you're doing some benchmarking on your graphics card. Yeah. So and that was going I, some uh, on my stuff. on my main desktop. I was using Furmark, so I'll put that, a link to that in the show notes, but. It's a funny little thing where there's a ring that has, like, you know, in, in the movies that are really fancy from, like, Pixar or DreamWorks or whatever, they have, like, the fur of the creatures all, like, pixel, you know, pixelated, but rendered individually so they can mm-hmm. move, like, reality. Well, yeah. so that's what this graphics testing tool attempts to do. So it essentially makes a big ring in 3D that turns with fur on it. Yeah, it's kind of So it's a furry, furry ring. Mm-hmm. So... Essentially, what this test revealed to me was that my fan can and does go on uh, in my uh, GPU section. Uh, you've never made it do that before, have you? I I don't think so. I've never at least heard it before. So even it was pretty in impressive. your um, what was that game called that you endorse? Guild Wars. Yeah, but that's not really graphics intensive, is it? Mm. No, no. But you play that for like twelve hours straight. Yeah, but that's like I don't know, watching Flash Video for five minutes. Hmm. I suppose. That's a pretty bad equivalency, isn't it? It's not as bad as two lumens per ounce. That's not an equivalency. That's a dimensional analysis. I'm a quack, remember? <laughs> anyway. I'm so glad. Okay. So... But you can just keep your furry rings to yourself. Okay, I'm going to do that. So you, you've you've been uh, listening to the uh, hardware news, haven't you? Yeah, and as long as we're on the topic of G- GPUs, um, I got one for you. Yeah. So uh, do you know that thing called NVIDIA? I have an NVIDIA card, yes. Yes, and um, you also like NVIDIA a lot more than I do, because I hate them, because um, I've never ha- owned one, really. So you hate the product you've never owned. It's Actually, I think I do that about a lot of things, but then even after I buy an iPad, I still hate it. Uh, but regardless, I won't um, harp on that. Um, NVIDIA released a new architecture for their new GPUs. It's called Kepler. Hmm, was that like a spaceship or a moon or something? Uh, 
No, it's uh, architecture on the GPU. Ah, oh, that's boring. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty fancy out okay. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, basically, it's supposed to be revolutionary, and it's supposed to be able to beat AMD's newest thing. What um, does AMD have these days? Oh, we talked about Some it Radeon like thing? four weeks ago, like 7,000-something other... Kepler is totally a spaceship. It's a spacecraft. It's a satellite. I told you. Okay. Anyway. You're, you're, I told you earlier, and you're like, no, it's a graphics card. <laughs> Whatever. Because I, I didn't hear about this until today, and we're like, hey, 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 do, do, do this hardware story. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what it was. And then I said, okay, Kepler, it's probably spelled with a C, and then you're like, no, K, stupid. And so I'm like, fine, hurt my feelings. And I type in Kepler, and I'm like, okay, news. And then I see this graphics card story. Uh-huh. So, so about what, about this new video card, what do you know about it? I know squat. Do you want to read anything about it, or maybe um, say how much it costs? Well, um, all I know is that it's spelled with a K... It's an architecture, and it's supposed to have, like, 15,000 cores in it. Um, no, there's numbers For a total to... of 1,536 cores in the entire Kepler GPU. Direct line. <laughs> Ridiculous, I know. What I number? Know. Can you say that number again? 1,536 cores. 1,536? Plus a penny. Is this number written, or is it typed? Okay, it is... Okay, delimited by a comma. So, 1, comma, 5, 3, 6. Okay. Did you find it? No. How about I just rotate this giant monitor around? Increasing zoomy. Do-do-do. Mm-hmm. See, uh, my new laptop has these little rubber feet, so it kind of bounces around on the table when I try to turn. That's it. why I didn't find it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, see, those aren't those aren't the same kind of cores, though. Yeah. 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 Those that's extremely sounds really impressive. No, it doesn't. It kind of does. No, when you say it, it does. When you read it, it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought you didn't mean. Anyway, what does it mean then? So those are CUDA cores. So those essentially are, are individual rate shading renderers. Okay. Three ers per unit of lumen. So, so how furry is that? Furry? <laughs> well, see, my computer is in a unique position where my card can output to a higher resolution than the monitors. Does it answer to a higher calling? No, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, no, but this computer has monitors that can only go up to like, I don't know, like 16 by 1200 or something. Mm-hmm. For resolution, and it's kind of small in that respect. So the card can output nineteen twenty by ten eighty or whatever on both monitors, but only if those monitors support it. And they don't, so I couldn't run the test on those. But even if I had the, they would have been going pretty slow, since it is a two thousand nine card. Mm, that is kind of old. This card, however, uses the revised Fermi architecture. Um, and and for some reason, I I was listening to somebody, and I've thought it like had a like a really tiny nanometer build uh, i don't know what it is now though but it sounded really good yeah um i have always not liked um nvidia because um i've owned that one bad integrated card 
You do know that things that are integrated don't work? You do know that my Acer Aspire thing was like $200. Did you know that this computer is significantly better and it was twice as much? Because it has a um, quad-core um, A6 with a- AMD Radeon graphics. Okay. Radeon. Oh, is that what that is? NVIDIA. So joke. you want the card that sounds like radiation. Exactly. Okay. Makes me feel better. Makes me I, feel I want, so glowy and warm inside. I wanted the card that sounded like a race card. GTX. Razeon card. Okay, anyway. Yeah, it doesn't work. So, have you ever heard of Virgin Mobile? I think so. So, last week, they decided to do something cool and release a new phone. Mm-hmm. It's called The Venture. Okay. I wrote it on my blog. wrote about it on my blog. You can find a link in the show notes to that. And so I was unimpressed. So the Venture is essentially a BlackBerry replacement because you want to know why? Why? They took the BlackBerry away. It's no longer on the Virgin Mobile website. It's gone. Can't, can't buy it there anymore. Really? My belt will get in store still, but you definitely cannot order a new BlackBerry from Virgin Mobile. You better go hurry USA and get one. Com or whatever it's called. Well, no, see, it makes sense because Virgin Mobile wants to set itself as an Android high, you know, mid, mid to high tier carrier. They don't. They they still make plenty of money from the you know uh, stupid phone market, but not as much as they used to. And people really like the new smartphones. Mm, interesting. Uh, so what what's going on now is that this venture phone is obviously quite a, an adventure for them, but for normal people it's not going to be because it's a relatively low powered phone. It's six hundred megahertz. Mm. It's pretty slow. It has five hundred twelve megabytes of RAM, which is good. But because its screen is 2.8 inches diagonal, it's essentially minuscule. So nothing on it visibly will take up any memory because it won't have anything to render because it's so small. Uh, It's on 3G, of course, but that means little since it's on Virgin Mobile 3G, which is Sprint 3G, which is non-existent. Agreed. So uh, there's not much to say about this phone except that it has a vertical keyboard very much like the BlackBerry, and it has a touchscreen very much unlike most Blackberries. Cool. And it runs Android. Mm. Think you're going to get one? No way. Mm. But you said you've been looking at a phone this week. Can I you have, tell, tell I, me about that one? I, I have been looking at a phone this week. It is called the Samsung something or other Exhibit 2 4G. So why is this phone better than the one you just talked about? Well, it's a full touchscreen. So it's a okay. 3.7-inch touchscreen, which is an upgrade from my 3.5. It's been a school difference, but it's still good enough for, you know, moving along. My current phone has a 600 megahertz processor. Okay, but so just it, like the one. But it also has a second core for video process or, you know, like graphics processor. Okay. So it's a dual core, but one core is for one thing and one yeah, core is for the other thing. Um, this phone also has that, but they're both gigahertz cores. Mm. So that, that's already a big bonus. Um, it has much larger internal capacity for storage. So my current phone, every few days, will bug me to delete all my text messages so that I have space internally for more text messages or hmm. for app updates or something annoying. And, well, I have no choice but to either delete caches, app data, or messages. So I delete all of them and hope that it satisfies something in it so I can actually use the phone again. Yeah. So, a new phone would be really nice in that respect. Also, um, this gets 3G from Virgin Mobile, which is Sprint, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's very slow. 
and from what I've noticed is that this uh, exhibit phone from T-Mobile will provide 4G. Hmm, cool. And I looked at the coverage map for the area that I'd normally in, which would be here at the house or at the U or somewhere, you know, around the metro area. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can see, metro area is covered completely in 4G and 3G. So mm-hmm. sounds like a good deal for me. Yeah. And here's a bonus. Mm-hmm. You only get 100 minutes with the $30 plan, mm-hmm. but if you're in a Wi-Fi area, such as my house, hmm. calling is free because you use Wi-Fi. Oh. Naturally. Because, you know, that's been available for a while now, but every manufacturer has been like, no, wait, 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 that's a way to lose revenue. Not a manufacturer, yeah. carrier. Or carrier, my mistake. Yeah, but um, you're right. But, but here's why yeah. T-Mobile loves this. No network. They don't have a network, so if nobody uses it, they have a network. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So they they offset their lack of a network by pushing people onto the Wi-Fi because, oh, it's too expensive to use our network. Use Wi-Fi. Yeah. That's the 180 of what I've hated before. Right. Because that's why I never wanted to get a smartphone because it was just so expensive to use a data plan. Right. So it's $30 for unlimited texting, unlimited data, up to Mm -hmm. 5 gigabytes, at which point it becomes from 4G to 3G and throttled or whatever. Who knows? Cool. And then 100 minutes and then whatever you can do on Wi-Fi calling. Great Mm. deal. Sounds like it. Um, so, you know, here at the house on Wi-Fi, I'll be fine. I, I think that'll be great. I'm going to... And then I'll actually be able to take calls in the basement. Yeah. That's, so, that's pretty revolutionary. You know, you know what's an interesting question? How does a call come in over Wi-Fi? Because mm. it seems like it would be a different protocol kind of thing. So, like, calling out on Wi-Fi would almost make sense because you initiate the call through your line. The line goes out to a cell tower somewhere. And then gets broadcast to the person, and it just goes back in reverse. But how does an incoming call, like, does the call know to come through a line and then hit ping me through Wi-Fi? Like, how would it know? I don't know. It's an interesting question. I'll have to investigate. Yeah. Yes. Well, so this all brings up Virgin Mobile. So the phone thing was what happened last week. But this week, in light of their new phone, which nobody bought, I'm sure, the entire service went down for a day and a half. (laughs) Gone. Completely gone. Nothing. No data. Now, I didn't notice this because I don't ever, I don't have friends that text me, nor do they call me or anything. Nobody talks to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, email worked, of course, because it was on Wi-Fi, so no big deal there. Mm. But uh, other people noticed in the family here, so nobody knew where anybody was and nobody really cared. But we did notice that our pizza was late. So... What? I don't know. How- I made that up. Okay. Um... Yeah, so Virgin Mobile decided that uh, they would totally have an outage on Wednesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, well, we're going to go with Wednesday. And a day and a half later, they were restored. But, you know, that is still pretty bad to have an outage. That is. For an entire service, essentially. So, was it how wide was it, do you know? Was it like the whole U.S.? Um, I don't know what, what the breadth of the downtime was but i know it was here in the cities i know it was wide enough for the verge to cover it so they're you know a national oh, okay. news source yeah um and i know for sure that tons of people commented on how ridiculous that was mm-hmm. now for again for 30 dollars, i don't really care Meh. Yeah, whatever i don't know but i just thought it was funny that after a big phone launch you know for them it was huge you know after the new Let's answer to a higher calling. That was hilarious. You know, I don't think we're going to be doing any calling. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that was pretty good. Yeah. So I, I just I just thought that was a wonderful contrast. Yeah. Yes. So um, do you know that company I really hate? Is it called Nvidia? No. Is it called AMD? Oh no no no! I endorse AMD. Oh I darn! Love AMD. Is it called Intel? No. Is it called Apple? I I do hate them, but just for making terrible products and then deceiving me into buying one. Oh. Uh, well, that sounds like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand. Is it is it Nvidia? It is Nvidia. Oh, see, I never would have guessed see, that. See, I don't even respect whatever they launch in the news. Like, even though AMD is known for being in inaccurate with their PR releases, oh, I still like them. I just lost 1.8 billion transistors. <laughs> okay, that was a minor setback for their PR, but regardless. If, if 1.8 billion transistors is minor, but I if you have 10 billion booleans, does it really matter? But you know what? The there's no response to that. <laughs> no, there's... <laughs> okay, move on. Okay, um... What is it? But a few weeks ago, I didn't really think to mention much about it, but uh, NVIDIA just uh, joined the Linux Foundation. Really? Yeah. And so they're going to work and um, try to find a way to make you know, graphics actually work on Linux. So they're going to make real drivers? Apparently. Are and they going to be open? Yeah. Source? Free? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe Stallman will be able to Whoa, load something. Whoa. That's impossible. I don't know. Um but I mean, I've run Linux on an NVIDIA thing before, just not frequently because I just got rid of that integrated AMD and NVIDIA thing, and I only had it for a few days, and then I bought a real ATI card that immediately worked. after. So I have um, an old, very very old, maybe a 2006 NVIDIA card in the server out there, and it runs Unity just fine. It runs all of the complex functions yeah. just fine because there is an actual driver for it. But there's no 3D acceleration for it. Yeah, there is. There is? Mm-hmm. What can you do in th- with 3D? I don't know. There's no nothing that it can do. There's nothing Linux can do with 3D because nobody programs in it. But there is support with the card. That's going to change soon. Um, with all those other things, NVIDIA is not trying to Do you honestly change. think anybody is going to write anything for 3D for Linux? Yeah. There's That's... already some 3D, uh, 3D generation software. There's lots of other stuff. You know what it is? What? Firefox's new 3D DOM. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's the, what the funniest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think it is. No, no, no. Okay, no. Um, coming soon, Firefox twelve. But unquote, quote unquote, um, shaping the future of Linux. Um, so Nvidia is going to try to do some weird stuff with that, and that. So this was like three weeks ago, two weeks ago, and so a few days ago. Um, Reportedly, AMD is now going to release their um, new HD 7000 series um, Trinity code, like for their new um, Southern Island GPU stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I don't. I really think because you know they always take some their time releasing stuff. Like oh yeah, uh, like my driver. Like when I installed Catalyst Control Center for my um, Debian install, it just destroyed everything and, and nothing. You know, worked. you don't. You know why it destroyed everything? It's Debian. Yeah. See, that's what I was going to say because that's the truth. Yeah. Um, Debian works fine when you use one monitor, but when you use three monitors like me, it just doesn't work. Debian works fine when you don't use it. You know, my iPad works really functional when I don't need it to function. So remember when I told you something earlier and it was essentially a tautology? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, I, it seems that uh, things are changing 
uh, like Nvidia is trying to push AMD, not AMD to that, but to to be right. on the same level with mm-hmm. that. Cause. But you know, I think that's a good thing because they're going to innovate on the hardware regardless. They don't need to have proprietary software, yeah. and even they, they they still can have all the proprietary garbage they want on Windows, the true and one and only operating system that functions. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite part of this story, I might. Um, I know this covers a different story you have in the Lightning, no, but what kernel has been released this week? You know what? Um, I think it's 3.2? 3. 3.3? 3. 3. 3. Okay, 3. see, I, I couldn't remember the numbers. But, according- but, but what came with it is what's significant, is that it was the contributions from the Android code base. So mm-hmm. when Google made forked Android, or the kernel for Android, they did tons of improvement on it, because that's what you do to a kernel when you yeah. use mm-hmm. it. And so now they just got around to merging it back into the code base. That's good. So what I heard is that in 3.4, you'll be able to allegedly run Android applications natively from the kernel. Mm-hmm. But uh, Please tell me how that's possible. I don't know. But what I do know... Did you know that Android applications are run in a word that rhymes with Java? They are? Yes. Hmm. I don't like Java. But I am a snake-wielding programmer that holds a cup of Java or Joe or whatever. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't know. Whatever you gave me I'll as a title. Yeah, whatever. Maybe later. Um, but so you know 3.3 is a big thing? Yeah, I do. Huge. Well, uh, I don't know how to say this. Um, so I'll just read the line. How about? Okay. The Linux 3.4 kernel merge with Windows opened this week. and will With remain Windows? Open. Yeah. Um, and plus... Uh, 3.4? Wait a second. Yeah, the, the, where, where, what source this, is this? I'm not going to say this, but uh, I don't think any of these stories have been true. What is this? It's what Slashdot had on their thing. Why do you use Slashdot? We've gone over this. Credibility. Is, it is very credible. If it's garbage, it cannot be true. But it's from AMD's PR department. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's just... I don't know, but I do think the story is true. I've, I've seen it on another site. Like they did um, say that 3.4 was coming soon, but with yeah. Windows? What's Windows? No, like uh, merging Windows. Like it's, it's not like Windows Windows. It's like... Like um, time frame Windows. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be more accurate. This is the most ambiguous thing I've ever seen in this article. Except for huh. that one I read about being schmucked by a truck. That <laughs> that topped ambiguity at its finest. The, you know. You know what? I think... I think it was recanted later too. Yeah. Anyway, but that, um, that was pretty bad. So, but, so that, I mean, is, that is. But the story is true. Um, is it? Things might change for Linux in the next fifty years. <laughs> might have better graphics. I doubt it. We'll see. Oh man, but but the thing is, the problem with Linux is that it's a, you know, like a a, a problem with like who goes first. Mm-hmm. Developers need to develop good things for Linux. With real user interfaces and not this, oh, white space is the key to all design mantra that they continuously use for all Linux programs. And then they need to make somebody get a real degree in designing icons, pay somebody who actually knows what they're doing to make a real UI for all the good applications that might be there. And then, and only then, can Linux succeed because everything looks like it's seven to ten years old. That's just um, genuine open source stuff, huh? I don't care. It looks yeah. old. It is old. You know why Mac won? 
because it looks awful. No, because the icons are bright, identifiable, colorful, full of shape, and logical. Hmm. And they can be any size. That's pretty good. But um, Let's see that happen on all the other platforms. I was going to be very, very disappointed with Windows 8 if they included any legacy icons. And I had not found any, so I was pleased. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yes. Um, but good luck with your Xbox interface. Which one? The Metro thing. Yeah, but you know what? I don't care. Okay. We'll see about that. Um, Speaking... But- of PCs and Windows and mm-hmm. stuff. Have you ever heard of HP? Because you got an HP yeah, computer I just right got an there. HP, yeah. Have you ever had an HP printer? Um. Yeah, yeah. I love my HP printer. Yeah, you know, I I don't have one now. I used to, but it, and I loved it too before it melted. Oh wait, that was Samsung. Never mind. Yeah, that was um, Samsung. No, but I did have an HP printer once. That was an ink printer, and it worked fine uh, until I ran out of ink, and so. You know how HP went through that phase, maybe last year, how they had the touchpad and then sold it off for like $3 times mm-hmm. 33 Yeah. Well, so you know how after that they kind of didn't have a CEO for a while and they wanted to sell the PC division because it was tanking, essentially, allegedly? Mm-hmm. Well, now they think in their infinite wisdom that the PC and printer divisions would go really, really well together. Let's merge it. Okay, you have one beautiful thing. Make it less bad, or more bad. Because <laughs> yeah. like last, like three days ago, um, when I formatted this, uh, I've only had it for a week, and I had to format it once already. Um, well, that's not a big loss. I mean, you always yeah. format a computer when you get it. That said, only when you're an actual computer user. If you're like a normal person, which you're not at all in any sense, because you're wearing a lab coat, mm-hmm. you don't format computers when you get it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put Triscoll on it. I'm virtualizing it. That's so. good. Yeah, but what was I getting at? I had a point. Yes, I was getting drivers. Um, oh, the, man. Getting the drivers that was for impossible. the HP site is ridiculous. Getting the drivers for an HP printer, most elegant, most beautiful thing ever. Um, it, it's like the backgrounds, it's like a beautiful starry night thing, and they're yeah. like gracefully selecting your stuff off the clouds and then and so, fuck them And so that's, and that shows you just them. how much a company can deviate from its own like internal design principles. One, one part of a platform can be so different than another. Uh, other companies have done that. Yeah, and they all suck. Hmm. So when has Android changed depending on devices and stuff? Like, you know, like the... Um, you mean always? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were being, like, sarcastic there for a second. Uh, I'll get to that in a second, too. Oh, you got a story on that? Well, not in the notes, but I do have a story that's kind of related to that change, allegedly. That Delta, as one might say, that derivative, that DYDX. Okay, enough of this crap. <laughs> you gotta stop. I, 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 you know, math is on the line. I hit a midterm and Two I. Stacks of eight. Oh, how did your midterm go? Oh man, that vector was horrible. Mm. Yeah, it, it, my my uh, unit vectors are all negative now, and I'm going downhill. Anyway, so you think that this merging between PC and printer division is a poor idea? Well, I let me really, tell you. When I when you say that, do you know what I think of? Yes. I think of a printer being strapped to the bottom of my well, laptop. Well, okay, no, no, I don't know what. Well, that's what, what the merger like. You got you're merging a PC and a printer, so I'm thinking my laptop I, can now print documents. Well, let me let me let me let me read to you something that 
the CEO, no, not the CEO, but but uh, analyst Shawu said, what, "Who? Some guy." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, however, we believe there could be a limit as it is debatable well, what, 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 no, whether customers <laughs> want to buy PCs and printers at the same time. More often than not, customers buy them separately. In addition, both follow different product cycles, with PCs much quicker and one to three years, while printers at three to five years. Do you honestly keep a printer for five years? Um, No. my um, I, I, I get a printer like every other year. Yeah, well, I just do it because they get so much cheaper. Like my printer was like forty it's bucks, so much better. Uh, yeah, I just you, I actually use a scanner bed more than I use that. Yeah, but you know how much, how expensive it is to get a good scanner. Right, right. Um, but I always like I have the scanner thing. Mm-hmm. So when I'm counterfeiting my zero dollar bills, they turn out nicely. And the CEO said that by providing the best in customer focused innovation and operational efficiency, we believe we will create a winning scenario for our customers, partners, and shareholders. I think they, they're starting to follow suit and answer to a higher calling. You think so? So next week there's going to be a huge outage. No HP printer in the world will work. Yeah. Because just... they're all networked. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. And, you know, at a certain school I know of, all of the HP printers have no passwords. Set. And the brother ones, too. Oh, well, I... Actually, I, I really yeah. like those brother mm-hmm. computers. Uh, not yeah. computers, printers they have. They're indestructible. They're beautiful. Are they in the hood? No. No, no. <laughs> You're terrible. But um, no, um, I mean, you just you can throw like three shots, three thousand sheets of paper in there. Like the the one in the on hood, the you can do three thousand shots too. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know about that. I, I enjoy those printers, and plus they give you and the web interface. Like when you log into the printer to see what's going on, it tells you how many sheets of paper you've um, put that, in. That is and really stuff. nice. Yeah, yeah, much better than HP's. Hmm. On the HP one, it just prompts you to enter a password. Right. Like, I mean, prompts you to create a password because nobody in the district ever thought to. Uh, yes, yes, of course. Add one. Let's leave it to the students to make a password up for the printer. You know, I think a certain Twitter account asked that once. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, yes, but I don't know, know what that's that. about. So I hear you know about hard drives. Okay. Yes. And so, as you know, since the first podcast, I forget what we covered. It was the flood in um, yeah, Thailand. Yeah, the, the big flood that yeah. destroyed hard drive production capacity. And so we kept on talking about how hard drives are done. Yes. Um, everybody's going to move to solid states. Um, everything's like, more expensive and stuff. And so, you know, kind of thought that was the trending thing. But now there's some news and um, new storage densities in hard drives. Let me, let me try to open this link since it looks butchered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a problem with Google Docs. I've never liked Google Docs. Um, I like I like the feature of uploading things. I like Google Docs um, presentations. I love just being able to make a presentation, walk up to the teacher's computer, and give my presentation to the class. I had to do that several times in school. Flawless system. I like Google Docs spreadsheets. I do not like Google Docs Word. But I don't so, think they call it Word. So, 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 you know, I love Google Docs. I think it's fantastic. I can't, I can't use it. I can't use it. I, th- I, I think- can't add stuff to it without it becoming a hyperlink oh well i don't know why you have that problem but i i love google docs it always works for me and the only time it doesn't work for me is when i'm using a really old browser or when i'm on a really fakey like really fake low signal not present connection Mm. what if you don't have a connection at all how does that work for you uh you know when it says offline mode it doesn't actually mean offline mode you can't edit it's read only yeah, it's kind of useless. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, so, so hard drives. Yes. So do you, you know the company Seagate? I have heard of them. The one that makes hard drives in Minnesota. Allegedly. Allegedly not. Um, 
That's why I said allegedly. Allegedly. If you say allegedly not, then that's true. I have a billion booleans mooing in your ear. Hey, isn't it fun? No, it's stupid. (laughs) I love mooing in people's ears. No, that's ridiculous. No, I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> but apparently Seagate has found a way to put uh, in one square inch on a round platter, um, they can put one terabyte, or one terabit. Terabit? Yeah, one terabit per square inch. Wait, what kind of drive is this? It's a... Um, regular spinning yeah, drive? regular spinning drive. Huh. Yeah, well, I guess I need to get some caffeine for my computer. And oh so on these new... Um, Hard drives are possibly like they're not in production yet because you know these are just lab work things. But yeah. in a standard three point five inch hard drive, you could possibly have over like sixty terabytes. Hmm. Um, they're they're project- like in, like have this ready and like for production stuff in like ten years, and so that's probably going to be obsolete by then because IBM's finally going to get those crystal quartz crystals going for us. You know, I don't. I mean, I'm sure by twenty twenty we'll have a new storage platform medium or whatever but for the next six six to seven years i think it's pretty safe to say we'll have a combination of incredibly fast boot drives and cache drives and relatively okay and fine compared to the speed of our network spindle drives Mm -hmm. but i don't know i mean Um, things things on the system that the faster they are compared to the memory the faster your overall performance are, will be. But even if it's a little slower, wouldn't you just love to be able to... Actually, no, I honestly don't care. All my documents put together doesn't even go over 500 gigs. And would you trust... Like, let's say you really did have 27 terabytes of incredibly valuable documentation and data. Would okay. you trust it? I have um, a, a state-of-the-art motherboard, and that's one of the few th- motherboards that can handle over three terabyte hard drives. Because right. you, you know how there's been a lot of problems with people... Wasn't it BIOS that made yeah. that limitation? Yeah. Um, BIOS and the way the chipset handled things. Mm-hmm. Um, but with my super awesome gigabyte board, I can do that. But I guess a lot of people bought um, some three gigabyte hard drives, or, or not three gigabyte, three terabyte drives, yeah. just to find out, hey, I can't use this on my thing. Hmm. See... I don't think I. I would never trust such a large drive. I mean, I barely can trust terabyte drives. It's just spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, the more small drives I have, the safer I feel because I can replicate them. Like, like I can wrap my mind around what can be on it. Yeah, and plus, like I'm on my motherboard. Also, um, not only does it do that, it also has a built-in RAID card. Mm-hmm. And so, well, that's I, your mistake right there. It's not that bad. It's a RAID. I like RAID one. Do you know what RAID is? Yeah. It's a raid on your soul. It's not an attack on my freedom, though. Which is worse. We'll I'll let the audience it. decide. All right, we'll, we'll pull this. And okay. then Ian Buck will promptly send us a message. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, I mean, that would kind of be a game changer. Like, I know it would be a game changer. In ten years, when it's actually implemented. And then, you know, in ten years, we'll think, how did anybody live... With a terabyte of space. I am so crushed for space now. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm using a ton of space. Like, I've never filled, populated a hard drive this fast before. Because I have so many virtual disk um, mounts yeah, that, now. That, but that's... Because i got, like, Triscoll, um, You have Ubuntu, to understand that stuff. that that's very, very edge case, and you're not a regular user. Like, yeah. what we do, we are not regular users. Like, we are buying consumer products but for professional reasons, professional uses. That's why you don't buy an iPad. <coughs> yeah. 
Sorry, I coughed. Yeah. There was an iPad in my throat. <laughs> they're, they're quite big. Hard to swallow. This thing tastes awful, by the way. Okay, I, I need to declare this once and for all. But somebody was challenging uh, this earlier. I have not tasted my MacBook Air in any fashion since well, I have purchased it. It's so thin, it must taste good. Just because it looks like a wafer doesn't mean it tastes like a wafer. At least a nibble. At least try a little. Just a corner. No. That's what happened. You know, on the Nook assembly lines, they always just take a corner off of those. So that, that, that's where they all go. Yeah. They, the, the employees just are hungry. <laughs> that, that's, that's their weekly payment. They get a nibble a corner. I see. Well, I don't, I don't think that's, that's safe for them. Yeah. So, so, you know, you've heard of Apple. Yes, I have. Do you know how much cash they had in their bank on Sunday this week? Sunday, you know, last week-ish. Mm, quite a bit. They had one billion. Billions? No, they didn't have one billion. They had a hundred billion dollars in the bank. That's a lot of. Just, you know, just they had a hundred billion in cash sitting around. That's not the worth of the company. That's just cash, plain cash, ready to go, doing something, which mm. was doing nothing at the time. Got to buy some patents or something. So usually, what they do is they spend between zero and ten billion on securing long-term supply of some type of component. Mm-hmm. So when they were making iPods, they mm-hmm. secured tons of memory. Huge quantities of memory. for, And then they put it into MacBooks and iPads and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Their latest acquisition was spending tons allegedly $3.7 billion, on securing the, you know, the capacity to make screens for the iDevices. Which device? The iDevices. They didn't specify. Okay. Um, and so the screen-making capacity, not the screens themselves, but the capacity, so mm-hmm. like the time in the factory and the factory use. Um, I'm sure making an iPad screen is completely different than making a little oh, definitely. iPod one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so essentially what that means is when they have all that money, they can essentially lock up supply for long periods of time. So that's really great for them because it reduces costs and it makes competitors have to wait longer before they can copy and try to emerge in the market mm. in, in some cheaper form. Uh, can I tell a sub-story? I love sub-stories. Okay, so my friend, the same one I went to this haunted Burger King with, found, uh, he didn't find, but he was given a iPad or an iPhone to figure out how it worked. Okay. It was a tablet device. It looked just like an iPhone, and it was like eight inches across. Wow. It was like a really big iPhone. So, where'd it come from? Um, some grandma lady was some grandma lady. got it from some person, said it worked, it just didn't have the cables to turn it on anymore. Mm. And so, I, I was really interested in it. So, I brought my iPad charger thinking it might work. Seems pretty shady to me. Oh, it's shady beyond belief. Oh, dear. Um, it's impossibly light. Like, it's a huge thing. You know you know how you can tell a real iPhone is legit? Because it's impossibly heavy. That's right. Yes. Um, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, That's and the, then it, the, So the, it was fake, right? Yeah, the port for the iPad charger just was a little too small. Hmm. Um, so we're still trying to figure out what it is. Or it's, well, it's, it's obviously, this problem, because I, I think it's hilarious. It's obviously a knockoff, but... But it's a much better knockoff than the iPhone gas grill. <laughs> I think everything is a better knockoff than that. That, that was hilarious. I just want to go buy a gas grill now. No, no, I don't think so. 
Well, so the reason I bring up Apple... Oh, this, sorry to interrupt. No, 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 that's fine. Um, because the reason... Because they did not lock up the supply of gas grills. Apple is not concerned with that market, despite popular belief in China. <laughs> Such a good story. <laughs> Apple decided to give back some money to its shareholders. So every quarter, I mm-hmm. believe, for the next three years, they're going to essentially spend $45 billion giving back $2.65 in dividends back to their current shareholders. So they're going to be gaining money, so shareholders are going to be happy again because they'll be getting more cash. And then, I don't know what it means to be a dividend, but what I'm guessing is like they'll get that stock, they'll get that value added to their shares regardless of what the value is. I'm, I'm not sure how it works, but it sounds good. Um, and what they'll also be doing is they'll be eliminating some stock from the stock pool. So what that means, oh. and, this, and this is really cool, so they're buying back their own stock. So what that does is it reduces the stock in the pool, makes everybody's stock more valuable. And the reason they're doing this is because 10 years ago, when you know Apple reemerged from mm-hmm. the ashes, you know, ish, 10 years ago-ish, not, you know, pretty close, right? A little longer, isn't it? Well, 97, but they didn't start making really cool stuff until the iPod and then, yeah. you know, then, then the iPhone and the iPad and stuff. Mm-hmm. And imagine all the people they hired. Well, the reason they want to do this thing now for the buyback thing is because stock options are now maturing. And when those are cashed in, and so stock option is when you sign up, sign into a company, you know, you become an mm-hmm. employee, they'll give you some number of shares at some value. And then when you want when you want to cash out, you just go and do it. And then those shares go into the market. Mm. And, and that, of course, makes more shares in the market, which dilutes the value of the shares, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, the buyback will take some of those share, some of the shares that are already in the market out because they expect employees to be cashing out soon, I guess. Because well, the stock... say, sell them back to us or we'll fire you. No, no, you can't do that. I can do that to you. You are shareholders of Nexus stock. You, you have to understand that we're the shareholders and thus we control the company. You control squat in my company. Good, good thing because I'm not involved. Okay, good. Yeah. Anyway, so Apple is probably doing this because the shares, are, the values are really high right now, and people suspect that it can't be sustained. But can it get higher than six hundred dollars per share? That's pretty high. Mm. I mean, you know, thousand and one, thousand and twenty-four. Okay, that, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yes, it would. I'd like thirteen thirty-seven. But anyway. Hmm. Uh, so I, I think that's interesting. So you know how I mentioned the new iPad mm-hmm. came out on Friday? Do you know how many new iPads were sold on that opening weekend? Ooh. Did they, run, did they deplete their stock? Nope. You know? so you can... But in the past they have. But here's the thing. We suspect that Apple learned to actually have stock this time. Really? Because there were reports in November that iPads were in production. So if that's true, that means they actually made enough to exist for more than three minutes. That's a lot better. Yeah, because I remember on the the first two iPad times, it took were, four months for people, m- many months to. Uh, and you stabilize. also remember Mr. Lanier's sixty-four gig one. It took him like seven months. Honestly, I think that was Best Buy's fault. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, that that was bad. So, do you want to guess the number on the iPad sold opening weekend? Nineteen billion. Okay, let's let's um, let's try again, but harder. Seven. In the opening weekend of the iPad One, it was one million iPads. I'm gonna guess six million. Okay, three million. Good work, though. Okay. 
that's a lot of iPads, considering that all of December, you know, the Christmas season, so like the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. so you know, whatever season, whatever that in- includes besides Christmas, so like from Black Friday to Christmas. Yeah, I guess that could be it. So from that, that was fifteen million. Hmm. So they've already done a fifth of their total in a, we- in a weekend. In a weekend, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good for a brand. So, new how product. many iPhone 4s's came were sold in one weekend? Do you know? Um, I think it was four and a half million for the 4s opening. So more than the iPad. Yes, more than an iPad. Hmm. Um, but here's probably why. You can easily justify a phone. It's a lot harder to justify an iPad. Yeah, because it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's about to see if phones can call people, they can text people, and they're an in, you know, in, invaluable universal communication tool. Whereas an iPad is just kind of a black rectangle. I can oh. call other iPhone customers. Owners. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I can't call anybody else. So do you know what you need to do? No. You need to buy an iPhone so I can call you without paying money. You know, you know so let me tell you something. It's a lot of money? No, no, no. It's see, I don't, I don't like the iPhone anymore. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, let me tell you why. I've got time. So once upon a time, back in November, I started a podcast. I, I, I you know, that. do you know who who does that with me? Um, I think his name is Sam Bob. Edwards. No, no, I don't think so. I haven't seen him in months. Walter Peter, Matthew Salinger. No, I thought it started with a P. Matthew. Oh, Peterson. that's you, Peterson. Not Peterson. Oh, man, I thought it was you. Snake wielding fire extraordinaire, awesome quack. You know, that's how, that's how I've always introduced it. But anyway, whoever it is. Okay. I, I started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I started religiously reading techniques, like more than I had ever done before. Like normally I had just casually browsed and said, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's funny. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I started reading and marking stories as relevant and important and revolutionary and fantastic to talk about. You're not doing a good job about that. Because you said that NVIDIA story was good. It's because you didn't read it. I hate NVIDIA. Okay. Um, it, it's not about the goodness of a story. It's that it happened. I suppose. You know, a meteor struck Russia. It's not bad. It's that it happened. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. It's, it never happened. Don't worry. Look out for Russia. Nope. Um, the problem with the iPhone is that it can't can't it can't do the feed reading I want. I love my Google integration. My feed reader is identical to the version on the web because that's Google Reader. It's Google Reader app here and then the web version up there on the on the internet. Gmail works the way I intended to work. See, I have a bunch of different email accounts spread over a variety of domain names for, like, mm-hmm. Google Apps and personal accounts and public personal accounts. And all of those things are sent to the right inbox transparently without my intervention on this phone. Where on the iPhone, I would need to set up individual inboxes and do all sorts of horrible management. Mm-hmm. Or I could skip all that and just get, an, uh, you know, an Android phone. I think that's probably good. And they're cheaper. Yeah. So I, I like that. And that that's what I'm going for. I think that's a good idea. So, do you want to talk about some rumors? I'll let the rumors for you. Okay. So, have you ever heard of Windows 8? I think I have. Have you tried that yet? Yes, I have. How'd it go? It was... Interesting? You know, as with all new operating systems, I, I hate fighting with them for so long. Um, when I'm trying to find things, I, I, I don't... I'm so used to Debian. 
Um, I can find anything. I could find anything with Ubuntu ten oh four. Do you know why there's? Do you know why you can find anything? Because it's laid out logically. No, because there's nothing there. There's plenty of things there. Okay, so you know, you know how they have that huge menu of junk yep. in mm-hmm. in eleven ten oh four. I hate that menu. Oh yeah. Uh, I've never used Debian, so I can't say anything about that. But um, in uh, what is it called? Eleven dot ten. Eleven ten. Ubuntu? 11.10? The one with Unity? Unity or which one? Unity. Unity. Okay. Um, yes, that one. Yeah. They do have... <laughs> what, what is this? How did, where did this come from? I think you got hit by a pop filter. Oh, is that what that is? In the mouth. How'd it taste? Poppy. Oh, you're supposed to not, not sample your MacBook Air. I will not... I nibbled on the rim of my HP Touch. Or if not, anything, HP. if I was to I taste know. anything on this, it would be the bezel. <laughs> so you just inappropriately feel it up and then start nibbling it. Yeah. Okay. And But yes, I mean no bloody way. Okay. Also. But you go to stores just feeling bezels on TVs and computers. I need my bezels to be very small and unnoticeable. Yeah. Um. So Windows 8. Mm-hmm. Windows 8. It doesn't work with a bezel, apparently. because So, you know, a lot of the touchscreen computers they have out right now on the market, like those HP all-in-ones? Mm-hmm. Well, those computers weren't engineered with anything in mind except being 11.99 and sucking. Ah. So, uh, aside from being a touchscreen-capable surface, mm-hmm. they have huge bezels that are really, really deep. So mm-hmm. when you try to use Windows 8 on those machines... Windows 8 relies specifically on corner and side interactions. Can your finger go up a quarter-inch bezel? No, they can't. You can't swipe right off. It, it doesn't work, so it's completely flawed. Okay. Well, we do, have, we do have a rumor this week, um, and that is that we suspect that Windows 8 is going to RTM in the summer and go for general availability in October. Hmm. Do think that sounds like a good time frame? Don't know. Remember when the uh, demo consumer preview thing is going to expire? Sometime in January of next year. Next year. So, presumably they would release it before then, otherwise that would be weird. They've done weirder things. Do you think... How polished do you think the consumer preview was? In ter- in Wait, term- one more time, I couldn't how, hear you. How polished do you think the consumer preview was? Very. I think so, it's almost ready to go. So do you think they're going to change anything? No, 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 no. no. So then do you think they're going to release before? Uh, they, they're waiting for people to find the bugs for them. That takes a while. But, you know, I don't think so. Like, the bugs, that's not a big deal because they do patches like every 20 minutes anyway. Mm-hmm. Doom clock, right? Oh, yeah. So I don't think that's a big deal. Still, though, you want it, the first one to be good. Wait, what? You want, when they make a whole bunch of CDs for something, like... Because I still install oh, the okay. first Windows 7 ones. Oh, okay. Well, see, like, the, f- the first one, see, that's... Like, you don't want to have to get something and then update it right away. Yeah, you want, but... You, you but want you the know, first one to be bug-free. But do you think that do you, do you think that's really going to take that long? For what? Do you remember Windows 7? Oh, yeah. I got in the locket. Like, when I was doing the uh, preview for that, I always got problems with that. Like, bug bug-filled. Really? Yeah. I never had a single issue on any of them. Ever. You want to know my secret? You didn't use a seller on M? I was going to say real hardware, but yeah. <laughs> that is real hardware. Right. Um, 
so the reason I never had problems with anything was specifically because I had real hardware. But also, the timeline for Windows 7 was a beta in January, mm-hmm. a beta in March, an RC in late April, RTM in June, and general availability sometime in November. Why do you think that mm-hmm. took so long for this last two steps? It's because they had to you know, install it on computers and make computers good enough. Mm-hmm. You need to print all the stickers. Because, you know, printing stickers takes months. Mm. You know, something around those lines. And so, I think Windows 8 will probably come out in November or October. And I think that's totally feasible. Okay, we'll see. Uh, you excited? Uh, if you say yes, that would be the wrong answer. Yes, I am. Bloody crap. Anyway, have you ever heard of WWDC? Um, I th- think that's uh something so is that a yes or a that's definite no have you ever heard of a definite integral i have okay so wwwc wow i put too many w's there wwdc is the developer conference for apple and that's usually when they're when they when they used to in the old days the classic good old days when they used to announce the new iphone okay cool but they're not probably going to do that ever again I just want to show you how advanced open source is. And this is a site about the Libra Planet uh, revolutionary website, isn't it? No. Because uh, we're going to this, by the way. And by we, I mean not me. Anyway, so WWDC is probably when they're going to do some type of keynote. That's when Steve Jobs made his last product announcement with iCloud, remember? Mm-hmm. And so this, this, this new upcoming WWDC, what could they talk about? They they already have iCloud out. They we already know Mountain Lion's coming out in July. We already know about the new iPad. We expect the iPhone four, five, whatever it's called now, will be out in September, replacing the late event in October from last year. What can they do in September? I mean June of this year. What can they do in June? Mm, they can talk. Pros? Do you think they would have an entire? I don't know what do you call it. Uh, thingamajig an entire event for that for a new macbook pro yeah why not do you remember the they thing- made a whole event for a pretend bookstore yeah but that's a specific product line i mean it's that's different though hmm. because like they treat their ios stuff differently now compared to other things yeah i suppose they do so well uh- also so if you if you know that mountain lion is coming out in july would you seriously release new hardware in June just to have it updated four weeks later? Well, they patch. Weren't like you, you just said. weren't you yeah. just talking to me yeah. about this? Wait a second. I think so. <laughs> That's a seven gigabyte patch, by the way. Yeah, I'm aware of that. I'll wait for Tuesday. Okay. So finally, the iPhone five. Ever hear that? I have. Well, earlier this week, everybody thought it was going to have a 4.6-inch screen. Mm-hmm. Because apparently somebody was drunk on Monday, and they thought it'd be cool to write a blog post about it. And obviously they were wrong. Did they kill a horse while writing it? No, but the guy who said he killed two horses did write about this afterwards, killing a third one in the process, and delivering the meat to the person in question. I'm glad to hear that. All worked out. Yeah, so, why does a four inch, 4.6-inch screen not make any sense for the iPhone 5? It's too big. But why? 
doesn't fit right in your hand. Why don't we go for a more mathematical reason? There's a cow in your ear. No, the answer is a, the retina display. So when you have that dimension, mm-hmm. the retina display would dip below the retina display limitations, which is indiscernible at some distance, which is 10 to 12 inches from you know your eyes. Mm-hmm. And so the current... That that means that it has to be above 300 at 10 to 12 inches. If it dips below that, because it's at 326 right now, if mm-hmm. it dips below that, it's no longer retina at that size. Yeah. They would never abandon that. Okay, they just make it more retiny. Like, even though it's a bigger screen, why can't they make it... They'd have to double the resolution again. So that means app developers would have to make yet another... They love doing that, though. No, they hate doing that. And here's what would be even worse. They'd have to do it twice in one year. And Apple would explode if that happened. Mm. So that seems incredibly unlikely. Uh, And four-point inches, as as you said, huge. Yeah. Yeah. So it's never going to happen. No way. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, hear anything about some lightning this weekend? You know what? It struck. Let's go. All right. Why don't you tell us about Twitter? Uh, that's your story. Okay, so we've got to start this thing in the lightning round where we actually alternate correctly. And I have alternating stories. See, I know... Some are transparent. Okay. Okay. Twitter is six years old. Go, your turn. GCC is 25. Okay, great. The Dish Network apparently has permission now to make a 4G network. There's a submarine in Russia that's laying cable. See, that's called out of order, by the way. Also, Photoshop CS6 has released a beta, and it is absolutely fantastic. You can move a boat in a pond without disturbing the water around it. It's amazingly beautiful and really well done. Your turn. That's weird. Linux. Did you just lose where you were? Because I don't know where you are. I have no idea where I am either. See... What happens when I start scrolling is it sometimes jumps around because uh, this, this two finger scrolling just doesn't work right now. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. All right, so yeah, I'm, I'm already lost it. Oh, um, uh, Facebook patents. Uh, Facebook buys 750 patents from IBM. Oh, IBM. Yeah, they're trying to boost it. Facebook is boosting their defenses as their little thing. Yeah, and what are they boosting against? Their face. Competition from know. who? Anyway. I don't know. Uh, but IBM really doesn't make stuff for them, I don't think, really. I don't know. No, see, IBM, they just make patents. You know, they design things that work. No, 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 they um, don't do that. They yeah. just make patents. Mm-hmm. They go to their local cabinet full of paper and get a quill pen and just write, We, so you know the people of IBM, hereby declare this is patent number 25,658 marked on Tuesday, IBM time. Do you, so do you know what I've been writing notes for? Maybe. I've been taking my notepad and just writing random notes and then disassembling our microphones. So I disassemble our microphones and just shove a note in them because they're mostly hollow. You know how odd that is? Yeah, but do you know who, who nobody's ever going to look inside microphones to find notes? I'm going to forget about all of this prompt later so, hereafter. I wrote a note saying, help me, I've been murdered, go find my killer. His name is Ryan, and then it trails off, with, and I switch to red or something. <laughs> and so if somebody ever looks inside that microphone, they're going to think that, hey, he murdered his his co-host, that he can't even remember his name. So I, I just got a, uh, a friend, you know, a following message from Twitter on you know by email, mm-hmm. and I thought it said 
I thought it said FCC Federal has just started to follow you. Cool. <laughs> it actually says FCI Federal, and it's like, oh, okay, good. That's and, good. Anyway. See, I got a Twitter message that I tweeted myself thinking that Live Number 4 was dead. Yeah, don't think that. Yeah. I'm I don't know if it matters. Reading. I don't know if it matters that much. So in other news, there's a new fiber optic cable being laid between London and Tokyo. That's why you said it was out of order. Bloody crap. Yeah. You got to put things in show notes. Um, because it's in show notes right there. Okay. Really? Yeah, there's also one going from Russia to somewhere else. Yeah, except that it's not documented in any story uh, anywhere on the internet. Uh, one moment. Mm, how about Actually, we, how we'll, about just, we, we'll just throw it in yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we can do that. Yeah, okay. How about wine? What do you know about wine? Oh, um, last week Wine 1.4 came out, so I heard. And then this week 1.5 came out. And with support for? No, no, no. Not with support. With partial oh, support. My, my for using Sorry. the trash can on Mac OS X. Wait, isn't Wine for Linux? Yes, it is. To emulate Windows APIs? Yes. Am I missing something? Partially. Oh, okay. So, as we mentioned earlier, Linux has now merged the kernel that was existing with the previous version of the Android kernel. So now, mm-hmm. apparently, soon, you'll be able to run Java programs natively on the Linux kernel. Yeah, one of something I really hate. Just so you know, that's impossible. Because yeah. Oracle will sue every single human being on Earth if that happens. Yep. And then donate money to them. Yeah. How do you, what, what's the problem? You know what I really hate? HTTPS? Uh, not really. Facebook? Uh, yes, but uh, you always name stuff I hate just to try to get me to get sidetracked. No, I... Uh, All you have to do is mention Facebook, NVIDIA... Apple. Intel, Apple... Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a, the list goes on and mm-hmm. on. But I really hate when people say, oh, these guys are developing games for Linux. When they're like, oh, they're Java games. They're worth That, that Java doesn't games. count as a game. Yeah. Uh, unless it's Space Invaders. No, I've seen a really good Java version of If Space it's on Invaders. Linux, it's not a game. Just so you know. It's, it's, quite it's a joke. Also, you know what else is a joke? Nope. All of our search terms. Because now, when somebody Googles us, and they're using Firefox's little Google bar, mm-hmm. well, it's going to say, null result given or something because firefox is moving to the secure google page which is an https page which means the search terms will not be passed on to the resultant website so like when i click on ryanrampersed.com i won't know what search terms you used to get there. oh no that's so much fun it's the most fun game I, we have there goes all of sel oops hmm we just broke the internet here's the solution you want to know the solution it's called it's a revolutionary tool if you have Google Analytics, Google will uh, tell you. Okay. Oh, there you go. Anyway, what else do you know? Um, you remember Julian Massage? I've met him. Wow, that's pretty I, impressive. I honestly didn't. Yeah. I guess he's going to run for um, Senate, a uh, state senate, or country senate thing in Australia. Huh. And um, I also know that he's still going to be extradited to the UK to be killed. Oh, well, see now, what what happens if you're a senator and then get killed? What happens? They find a new one. Oh, okay, that's boring. And what else is going to happen? You know, you know. Do you, do you know what? Him. Do you know how what what age you need to be to be a senator? I think you have to use a string and an integer. You know, in a certain version, you don't. Okay. <sighs> you know, I really like Python three point two better than two point seven. Why? 
because 3.2 is larger. And plus, the graphics are much better. Like, graphic libraries and other stuff. You know, fancier. Yeah, but you know what? You don't care? Yeah, and because mostly because Python is a scripting language and I wouldn't be... I wouldn't care. Ever. Mm, you just keep on using your scheme, then. Yeah, anyway... So, since we were on break last week, we, we wanted to do a little bit of recap from last week's news. And we did cover a little bit of it this week already, but we thought it would just be good to do a, a quick recap of last week's news. Um, so, um, I, I did mention last week that Virgin Mobile came out with the Venture Phone, and this is on the heels of their answer to a higher calling. Yeah. Which is essentially a joke, because they went out this week, so... Oh yeah, yeah. And, so uh, you know, you know, um, Google Market, the mm-hmm. Android market, that was successful in every way because it was identified as the place to buy apps for millions of children and adults across mm-hmm. the United States of America. Yep. In America, in America. Well, Google changed it this weekend. What did they change it to? Google Play. Google Play. So from a des- very descriptive name to a completely ambiguous. Schmucked by a car or something? Schmucked by a car. Oh, man. I think it was truck, but yes. I think you were just schmucked, schmucked by, by Google. Truck? I think that's what you said. It wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't you? <laughs> it was the well, murderous that, uh... intent act child. Oh. Well, okay. So I think we were all just schmucked by Google. With Google Play. schmucked by Google? I think so. Okay, so we've all been schmucked by Google. Yeah, okay. Want to know something else about Google? No. They're possibly partnering, or they are partnering with uh, Asus to build a possible new tablet. Is that possible? Apparently. What is this new tablet called? It is called, um, oh, no, 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 I was ready to go last week, I really was, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> this sounds like me when I was taking a test one day. <sighs> An ice cream sandwich, something, ah, uh, crap. I read every word in this article. I actually did. No bloody clue. Something about a Nexus, though. Yes, you got it. It's the name of our network. I mean, it's not that hard. But I thought it was like Nexus something. No, there's it's Nexus tablet as far as we know right now. But I thought it had some code name, too. Not yet. Okay. Not um, official, anyway. It's not official in any way. Not yeah. Anyway. And so, so I've so, heard of Xbox. Yeah, you know, I have heard of that. Have you heard of the PS3? Yes. Because, just like Microsoft is saying about the Xbox, Sony said the same thing. No PlayStation 4? Not this year. At E3? Mm-mm. What's going to happen at E3? We're going to get a new Wii U. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not going to follow E3 now. <laughs> no no Xbox 720, no PlayStation 4, if they're going to call it that. I, I mean, um, the PlayStation 4 is a good name... I guess, you know. So you know. Do you remember when the Xbox Three came out? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Do you remember the font? Nope. Okay, it was the Spider-Man font. Mm. They licensed the stupid, horrible font that could ever be designed. The Spider-Man font. It's better than the Gregorian one. And they used it for like three years, and I just cried and wept tears and rivers every time I see saw it at any store online anywhere. But do you know what they might include? My in the eyes were so sore. E3. They might include new functionality to the PSP Vita. It you know, might now be able to download somebody's soul. 
Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, because the, the people who make the PSP Vita thing were so captivated by Ichigo's new ability to download souls <laughs> from Bleach that he's just like, you know, this must be able to do this somehow. And and so with the PS Vita, there's this cool feature. The the back of the device is touch sensitive, so you can control the characters on the back of the screen. So you can move people around on the front with mm-hmm. on on the back. So you don't have to have the fingers on the front of the screen. It's a revolutionary new feature. So now you can control your souls backwards. Um, yep. And make them fight with swords. So have you heard of China? Ever heard of China? Yeah. Did you know they're singular? I did know they're single. Well, I can tell you why, because they're not getting any 4G. They're not. Really? Yeah, just like just just like sprinting singular. Wait a second. I thought singular merged with AT&T. Well, whatever. Don't worry. Uh, about I don't know. No, oh, it's Sprint Nextel. See, that's why I would get confused. Well, 4G is going to be delayed three to th- four to three years or two to three years from China because they said so. It's mm, pretty bad. You know how the Chinese government is stingy with certain things. Gas grills. Gas grills. Information, freedom, liberties, children—you know, stuff like that. I should go there. Yeah, that's kind of what I was hinting at there. Mm-hmm. No, but they're going to refuse—they're refusing to to authorize 4G licenses to providers in the country for a few more years. I, we nobody knows why, um, mm-hmm. but it's an interesting question. So yeah. you've you heard of the f- iPhone four and 4S? I have. So you know how when the iPad. Three or the new iPad came out mm-hmm. two weeks ago. They brought LTE with them, right? Yeah. Well, so the LTE in the iPad three or new iPad that's legit. That's legit. That's real LTE. If you have Verizon or it's HDMI plus, there's a bunch of letters. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you have a 4S, you also now have a 4G icon. Even though week the, a week before this, you didn't have a 4G icon. So magically. Just like a Google commercial we've seen, it changes while we're using it. Yeah. Yeah. So, despite no hardware changes, you now have a 4G phone if you have an iPhone 4S. And if you have an iPhone 4, you don't get anything, but it'll still say... You've been schmucked by Google? Yes. No, I think it's by Apple this time. But so on, on, but in reality, though, if you do have an, a Verizon iPad that's new... New Verizon iPad. It will say LTE in the corner. Whereas if you have uh, an iPhone 4S, it will say 4G. So Apple does make the distinction between the two naming conventions, but normal people don't know what the difference is. Do you know what the difference between 4G and LTE is? Uh, not really. Exactly. Do you know what AIM is? Wow, that rings an old bell. Uh, AOL Instant Messenger? Hold on. Yeah, I used to use AOL Instant Messenger. So you type in AOL Startup Sound, and you know what you get? You get the Windows 95 Startup Sound. Mm, Unacceptable. That's too bad. How are you even listening to that? Not the headphones not. aren't interfaced with it. <laughs> this is why we need an actual monitor to display things. <laughs> oh, this is bad. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, So... I've been trying to figure out what schmucked by a truck actually means, but uh, when I Google it, I get ads like Ram truck and Chevrolet trucks and all sorts of other stuff. Hmm. Seems pretty quiet. This isn't working for me. So what is this? It's not what I wanted. Hmm. 
That's a, oh, see, I typed in the word AOL. That's what I didn't mean. Also heard of AIM surplus. It's like to sell old military rifles. Okay, so, AIM. So, AIM used to be this global and universal internet messaging yeah, tool. Yeah, that was CrimeEgg. Okay. Yeah. And, um... You know, it, it was the most popular networking or internet messaging application among all of them. So among Yahoo Messenger and MSN Live and... There was a Yahoo Messenger? Yeah, there's, there's some, there was one for everybody. If you, if you had an email service, you had a messenger. Yeah, you know what I just found out, by the way? That ICQ died? No, but GeoCities is still up. Oh, if you the, pay for it somehow, oh, yeah. there's um, some way to keep your GeoCities account. Mm-hmm. That's um, not surprising. But yeah, I just found uh, yeah, one. greedy. Yeah. Because they don't have a CEO. Oh, wait, they do, but not really. Maybe a little Well, so AIM apparently is losing ground to other services like Twitter and Facebook, and also something called cell phones and text messaging. So they cut 100 people from the staff. I thought they, you know, I really thought AOL and Semester like died like seven years ago. So what you should be asking yourself is what were they doing with 100 people before? Well, it turns out they were support personnel. Hmm. What support issues does AIM have? Maybe password recovery, but among other than um, among other it's things, it's all automated now. You think so? But uh, no, it's not. When I was activating my copy of Windows earlier this week, um, I had to do it by phone. Microsoft paid a lot of money for that. That was beautiful. Yeah, they did. They um, did a great job with that. Never had to deal with a single human. Hmm. Have you ever heard of Firefox? I think so. Well, Firefox 11 came out last week. With new sync tools and new developer tools, specifically a brand new 3D DOM. Uh, we're gonna say it to synchronize, but it didn't work. What did you say? Never mind. 3D drachma? Like that doesn't sound good. No. Okay. Because that would be something else. Um, <laughs> finally, it's late. finally, have you ever heard of Office? Yes, 2015. Yeah. The technical preview has officially. Not been released. Not been released. Somebody did, however, leak some good pictures of it. It looks Metro esque, mm. not Metro style. Metro esque. And uh, you know, you know, uh, have you ever used 2010? Yes, I have. What do you think of 2010? I think it disappeared. Like the Office 2010 starter, it's gone. I was okay. trying to download it. Have you it. ever used a real legit copy? No, no, no. That I don't have money to get rid of ads. It's like eighty bucks. Don't you just buy it from your university? That's like 30 bucks. Sounds like a good, fair deal. You know what? Have you ever heard of something called LibreOffice? Have you ever heard of something called Not Killing Yourself? See, I have a VGA cable that's 50 feet long and double shielded. Double shielding. Like, it is so thick you could hang yourself with it. LibreOffice is not shielded in any way. You can cut yourself so much better. Mm, cutting yourself with software. That's pretty emo. <laughs> the emo programmer developer <laughs> starring the super hacker. Yeah. I hate Libra. Cut. Everybody. Cut. <laughs> Everybody hates Libra, trust me. Apple looked at me. Cut. Cut. <laughs> They're Cut. probably using a CD. Yes. With Libra installed on it. Yeah. It's so, good. Yeah, so this was a this was a good week. Yeah. You know, for I, you know, last week I didn't think there was a lot of tech news, and luckily I took last week off, so I didn't have to do anything about it. Yeah. Well, we got another lab member and some other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, health inspection. Do you ever yeah. get 
that, that Anne poison tank? No, it's still leaking. It's mostly <laughs> dried up, but I am still trying to get that resolved. Oh, um, that's I'm insane. I'm very, very unhappy with the productivity of that health inspector. i got to get on that you next know, kit. This has got to get fixed. It's too big. All right, I'll add some notes inside your microphone. I, I don't mean like that kind of notes. I just mean like paper ones, like not like singing notes, because that's what people do with microphones, I guess. I would have never thought of that, well, honestly. Honestly, most people use microphones for singing and other things, not a legitimate purpose like podcasting. Wait a second. I think you're mistaken. No, no, no. Which one? Left. Okay. So, do you know Do you know anything uh, that's interesting happening next week? We're having a podcast as normal? Yeah, but I mean in news. Because I don't. I've got nothing. Um... Watch out for my rant on iPads next week when I find something else that doesn't work about them. Oh, yeah. See, that happens every week. Oh, you know what we should do? We should mention uh, Angry Birds Space. Oh, that is revolutionary. So you want to tell tell everybody about that? Because it was pretty cool. Um, While I bring up the, the, the music that is not going to be good on this device. Yeah, so earlier today, I, I didn't hear about it because Apple's really slow about emailing me things these days. Tell um, me about it. Because they use their own messenger client. <laughs> they have to use Google <laughs> if they want people to get it. Um so what was I getting at? So you're letting me play it on your touchpad, which runs really well. It runs Android really well. Um, it's the most revolutionary Angry Birds ever. It's so much more fun. It's just like Mario Galaxy, but cooler. So if you ever played Mario Galaxy on the Wii, uh, and you remember Mario jumping around, but in the terms of a gravity well, it's very much like that. So... You, you have your birds, and then you have a bunch of pigs flying around. Well, not flying, but floating around in bubbles, air bubbles, and on planets and stuff. And you have to use the gravity well to your advantage to hit the pigs. It's, it's, it's you know, a very, very great break from the regular... Oh, that was There's just so many of the same version of the game. It just got boring. But and it got too hard, I think, for me. Like, like if you played Real... I got every, one day during Cisco's um, networking academy CCNA thingy or whatever. I got every single three star in Rio. You know, I, that's great. See, I don't, I don't do that when I'm in class. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, this is a great break from that. And I agree. One of the cool things about this is that I think this is the second generation of Angry Birds. So going forward, all of them will be based on space. So, Angry Birds Halloween Space, Angry Birds Valentine's Space, Angry Birds Thanksgiving Space. Just imagine the turkey drums floating around. And mm. the reason I think this is, this was essentially released three years later. It's the first time the platform has been changed so significantly, and it's actually fun. Yeah, it really is fun. So, on Android, you can get it for free. Of course, with ads, you can pay for it on Android as well. Um... Uh, you can get it on iOS for some undisclosed price. You can get it for Mac for four ninety five, I think four ninety nine or whatever. Hmm. Uh, it's expensive. I was conned into buying it by how good it was. Mm-hmm. So when something is so good to con me into buying it, I am impressed. You can get it from Windows for five ninety nine. Hmm. Cool. You can get you have to get it from directly from AngryBirds.com or whatever. You can't get it through an app store since so there is no Windows app store. Hmm. Hmm. That might change. Um, did you know that? They didn't make one for Windows Phone 7 Phone Series phones. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So, apparently, they said that 
they had limited resources and they decided not to do it. However, there are rumors that they did it anyway. They just didn't release it yet because it's not done yet. Mm. Now, you know why that might be the case? Because the user base on Windows Phone 7 phones, phone series phones, mm-hmm. I'm going to just mess up that name every time on purpose. But it's because nobody uses it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's too bad. But the game is lots and lots of fun. Uh, I got to the second, you know, like in Angry Birds 1, how they had like the different like sub-levels and then they had different big levels, like different areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got to the second one there. Let's see if I can get some birds here. That's pretty fancy. It just sounds so HD quality. Because I was listening to the speakers. This on... is not the touchpad. This is on the map. Oh, I was about to say, because I was listening to on its mono speaker or whatever earlier. It was really bad. I, I love their little star stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you haven't experienced this yet and you've played Angry Birds before, oh man, you don't know how good this is. And if you've played Mario Galaxy you're just, you're, and you liked it, you're, you'd just be in in the clouds. Remember, be schmucked by bird. Anyways. Yeah, um, you know, uh, so, you know, earlier today, you, you came to me with a design problem. Yes, I did. And, um, I realized it's been designed. You, you'd come to me right after I had missed the bus and because I was playing Angry Birds. Oh, yeah. Um, we're not going to talk about that, but I just thought it was funny. Uh, I was waiting for the bus, and it, uh, and I knew it came at 2.15 or something, and I looked up, yeah, and it was 3. normally, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's so sad. So... It's always Monday. No, I don't, I don't care. Um, Do it from a truck. It's a lot nicer stalking. Okay. Um, so, you came to me with this design problem. Yes, I did. And you were very kind to me, and you made a whole website for me. And by whole website, you mean one page. Looks very nice. Yes, I agree. It does look very nice. So every every time I end up doing a revision on a page that I've made already, it turns out better each time because I you know I learn tricks, I learn shortcuts, I mm-hmm. learn improvements, I learn how to optimize. So I think your page is probably one of the best I've created so far. Yeah, glad yeah. it's mine. And um, you know it looks really great. I think it'll be up by Monday, later today, Monday. Oh, later today. Um, uh, as soon as I find my stupid iPad. If somebody ever finds my iPad, they could just destroy me. Because in the notes, I have all my passwords just written there. Like in in what in what font? In notes. In Comic Sans. It's not Comic Sans on the uh, in the notes. Okay. While he's verifying that, um, I'm just going to tell you something. Um, don't ever look at my iPad because you'll be able to get to my FTP access for all my websites. Everything, just everything's written there. Oh, um. Uh, one thing I should mention: I joined the FSF last week. What is the FSF? Can the you tell? Free us? Software Foundation. Oh, mm. yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Um, what? 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 Piece of crap! What is it? Oh, it's Windows uh, Doom Clock. Right. But it wasn't running. You it never to... prompted me. <laughs> you know what? It never prompted me for permission to destroy itself. So, so you know how on Windows Seven, how they have the little yellow blinking icons in the dock, and uh, not the dock, the the taskbar. Mm-hmm. You know, like for Java or something. Mm-hmm. Well, Windows is immune from that. Windows is exempt from making the yellow blinking light. So when like the, when the Doom Clock starts up, it will not alert you. It'll be Doom Clock silent. Hmm. Doom Clock be silent. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, 
But basically, uh, I now have a new email. I am now mtp dot members at or at members dot fsf dot org, and then okay. I also have my general. I, I, I have indeed verified that it is not Comic Sans. However, it is a clone of Comic Sans called Felt Marker. Felt Marker is very different. It's stupid looking. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Apple. Everything's got to be stupid. So, so you came here earlier with a little mock-up of your picture, your username in an H1 tag, your motto in an H2 tag. It was a and an, 300% of an H1 tag. Yeah, I don't even know. I didn't even look at the styles. I threw them all out. Mm. And, uh, and you also brought over a an image of a quote. You didn't just have the quote. You had oh, an, yeah, 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 yeah. An, yeah. A, 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 a PNG image of the quote. I don't just light things on fire. I like things on fire and call it science. In America. In America. You know, on like 4th of July, you should just have like a big banner like, in America. You know, I'm thinking about when I go to Canada, I'll just have that in written. In Canada. No, no, no. In oh, America. Okay. In Canada. That'd okay. be funny. Yeah, whatever. Maybe we'll get stopped at the border. At night. Open the gates or something. Hit it with know. a deer. Um, Hit it with a deer. Yeah. Or uh, better get a moose. Yeah. So, I mean... So, you're you're gonna love this, mm-hmm. yeah. You're just gonna, you're just gonna love that new website. Yeah, I really am. And, I really appreciate and, it. And um, I'm gonna love it even more because it it looks good. And yeah. Um, when I link to your name in the show notes now, you'll actually be a real human being. Yeah, instead of my um, FSF banner. Yeah. Which uh, you promptly decided that wasn't going to be on my no, site. No, because I'll make a mock up. Um. Because it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. I I don't know. I think that I think that's that's probably the best because that that logo is uh, not fit for consumption in any world. Mm. Um. Well. Yeah. yeah. So this is a good show. Good show. Yeah. Um, let's go goose hunting sometime. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Ah, we should do it from a truck. Because I heard is that you, more fun. No, if you run over the goose, you can hunt any time. Because otherwise, it's you can't kill a goose outside of hunting season. Uh-huh. But if you run it over, it's an accident. Oh, it's an accident. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've heard of that. Just like when I'm waiting for the bus. You kill geese at the bus stop? No, 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 no. <laughs> You're crazy. But you know what I mean. No, uh, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, that's my mistake then. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, you can find me at um, my new uh, website made by. The host here, Ryan. Uh, it's uh, MatthewPetchel.com. Um, you can always email me at Matt at NexusLabs.org or now um, MTP dot or at um, I said it wrong twice now. It, Member it's a weird, it's a weird, weird address. Yeah, but uh, and, and so I, I do suggest that everybody check out uh, Matt's new website. It will be, in, of course, in the show notes, which you can find on. The dash Nexus TV, which I actually said right this time, and of course you can find me. All over the place at RyanRampersad.com. Uh, you can find it uh, on the Twitter at RyanAnimR. You can find me on Facebook, Google+, and just about anywhere. Of course, I would suggest you leave a comment somewhere so I actually know you're listening. And tell me about the audio quality of this podcast. And we, we are terribly sorry that we're so long today because... Long week. We, you know, it was a long week. We had an extra week last week where we were off, but we thought we'd actually cover the news. So, you know, stuff like that. Plus, we, like, rambled for the first half hour you, you about know, my new system. But you know what? That was the content of this podcast. News nobody cares about. They already read all of it already. It's Friday. 
Yeah. Nobody's read about your new laptop. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's not Friday, but it is if you don't ask us. Agreed. Either way, good night. Yeah, so have a good one.